قال الله تعالى في محكم كتابه الكريم وقوله الحق وهو أصدق الصادقين أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات إن الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات أولئك هم خير البرية Between your gathering with a remembrance upon Muhammad wa Ali Muhammad. As a gift to the soul of Sayyidina wa Mawlana, Amir al-Mu'mineen, Ali ibn Abi Talib, and all those who bear his love within their hearts recite the second salawat. For Allah to shower onto the graves of all the mu'mineen and mu'minat with his mercy and compassion and to hasten the reappearance of Sayyidina wa Mawlana Sahib al-Asri wa-Zaman recite the third salawat with the loudest of your voices. The relationship of Al-Imam, Al-Humam, Amir Al-Mu'mineen Ali ibn Abi Talib, with his predecessors, the caliphs prior to him, is a relationship that has been described in numerous ways. is a relationship that has been analyzed and examined with different perspectives. You will find that within the course of history, since the inception of Islam, and until today, authors, Historians, scholars, exegetes have had a variety of opinion on the relationship, the nature of the relationship of Imam Ali and the caliphs who came prior to him, Abu Bakr, Umar, and Uthman. Some of them will tell you that this relationship was based on animosity while others immediately tell you that no, 
This relationship was based on friendship. While some will tell you they were enemies, others will tell you they were friends, close friends. Some will tell you that Al-Imam Ali stood firm, had a firm stance from those who usurped the Khilafah from the Muslim Ummah. And others will tell you no. Imam Ali sat with them, he broke bread with them, he gave them advice, he visited with them. Some will tell you that Imam Ali could not see eye to eye with his predecessors. But others will tell you on the contrary, he gave his hand, his daughter's hand in marriage to the second Khalifa. Some will tell you that Imam Ali continued to defend his rights. He was firm in his stance towards who, those who usurped the Khilafah and he continued to defend his rights and to create awareness. And others will tell you, no, he was happy with the results and the outcome. And to reaffirm this, he named some of his children and offsprings after his predecessors, after the first three Khulafa. And tonight, brothers and sisters, we are here to examine this very important question. What was the nature of the relationship between Imam Ali and the, free, and the first three caliphs? Not to disrespect anyone. This discourse is truly not to disrespect anyone. Even those who do not perceive Imam Ali to be the first Khalifa. However, it is an extremely important question. Why? Because years back, you would find people outside the madhab of Ahlul Bayt making such claims to confuse the followers of Ahlul Bayt. And unfortunately, we have some of the Shia who are uneducated, unaware, and the problem is that they do not read history, they do not read books, they do not educate themselves. So when they hear such rhetoric, they get confused. However, recently, we have seen a new phenomenon, and that is people sitting on this member. The member attributed to Al-Imam Amir Al-Mu'mineen. The member which is attributed to his son, Al-Imam Al-Husayn. This member that belongs to the Ahlul Bayt. Sitting on this member and saying that Imam Ali accepted the results of Saqifah. Imam Ali was happy with the results of the shura. Imam Ali named his children after the Khulafa. So now the Shia 
and a gesture of solidarity and unity amongst Muslims, we must do the same. We must name our children after them. We must honor them. We must respect them. Why? Because Islamic unity is important. Not only that, but we're also misinformed when it comes to Bani Umayyah. Bani Umayyah, some of their acts were good. Some of them were good people. Some of the acts that occurred during the, the reign of the first caliphs were great accomplishments for Islam. Similarly, Bani al-Abbas spread knowledge all around the Muslim world. So we must praise them. We must honor them. And this is where the danger comes. People who attribute themselves to the madhab of Ahl al-Bayt. Confusing the followers of Ahl al-Bayt. And therefore, I believe that when we sit here to commemorate the man who was put to rest in the year 40 after Hijrah, in Laylatul Jumu'ah, Fajr Laylatul Jumu'ah, Amir al-Mu'mineen wa Mawla al-Muwahideen Ali ibn Abi Talib, we would be doing injustice to him if we did not speak of this very important and delicate topic. Yes, Islamic unity is very important. Why? Why is Islamic unity important? Because our Ahl al-Bayt told us it's important. We're followers of Ahl al-Bayt. If they tell us something is important, it's important. Ahl al-Bayt told us that we must visit them when they are ill. Those outside the madhab of Ahl al-Bayt, we visit them. And those hadiths are valid hadiths. In our authentic books, such as Kitab al Kafi, the Sheikh al Kulaini, rahimahullah. If we go to Suq al Muslimin, we don't question them about their dhaba'ah, slaughtering the dhabiha, their food, their meats, the slaughter is halal, their nikah, their marriage, their divorce is valid. We respect them. And we respect their laws, and we attend their jama'ah, and we attend their jana'is, and we do not disrespect them, and we do not bring harm to them. However, on what expense? On the expense of altering the truth? On the expense of changing facts? Though the Ahl al-Bayt spoke of taqiyah in many occasions. However, the Ahl al-Bayt were extremely firm on a few issues. One of them was the Khilafah of Amir al-Mu'mineen. They never compromised on this. Why? Because this is Haqqullah. It's not the rights of just Amir al-Mu'mineen and his followers and the Shia, no. There is the right of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ya ayyuhal rasul, ballig ma unzila ilayka min rabbik. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala appoints Ali. And Allah tells the seal of messengers, you must declare this to the people. So we are here to ask, what was the nature of this relationship? Did Imam Ali pay allegiance to the first three caliphs? Were they friends? 
Was it all milk and honey? What is our responsibility today? How do we understand this very important junction within the history of Islam? But prior to that, before I dwell into this very important topic, where I will not be looking at a single Shi'i hadith, a single Shi'i reference. Why? Because I'm speaking to all Muslims today. For a second, forget your title that you're Shia or you're Sunni or you're Shafi'i or you're Maliki or you're Hanbali or you're Hanafi or you're Sufi or you're... Just think about what I'm about to show you tonight and make a decision for yourself as a free person. But prior to doing so, prior to me showing you those evidences, I want to say one thing. If you're a Muslim and you're truly a scholar, meaning you've looked at Islamic history, you've looked at hadith, even if Rasulullah, listen to this, did not take the hands of Ali ibn Abi Talib and Ghadir Khum and say, Ala man kuntu mawlah, fahada aliyun mawlah. If that didn't exist, if hadith al-thaqalain didn't exist, inni mutarrikun fikum al-thaqalain, inni tarikun aw mukhallifun fikum al-thaqalain, kitab Allah wa atrati al-bayti, ma intamassaktum bihima lan tadilla ba'di abada. If it wasn't for the hadith that Rasulullah said to Ali ibn Abi Talib, anta minni bimanzilati Haruna min Musa, you are to me like Aaron was to Moses, meaning his brother. If it wasn't for the hadith that Rasulullah says, Anta, ana madinatul ilmu aliyun babuha. I am the city of knowledge and Ali is its gate. If it wasn't for the ayah of wilaya, if it wasn't for the ayah of tatheer, if it wasn't for mubahala, all those didn't exist. None of them existed. We, at least, we the followers of Shia, we the Shia, we the followers of Ahl al-Bayt, which still choose Ali ibn Abi Talib. Not once, not twice, not three times. We would choose him a million times over and over again. On what basis? On what basis? I'll tell you on what basis. In a very beautiful poem. The answer comes in a very beautiful poem. By Sayyid Rada al-Hindi. It's 57 lines. I'll have to just read a few of them and translate for you. He says, Ya man ankarta min ayati abi hasanin ma la yunkar. You are rejecting some of the signs, some of the miracles, some of the ayat of the father of Hassan. You're rejecting them. You're denying them. In kunta li jahlika bil ayyami jahatta maqama abi shubbar. If you are ignorant, you are simply ignorant and you do not know and therefore you refuse to acknowledge the status of the father of Shubbar, let me tell you. Fas'al Badran. Fas'al 
بدرا واسأل أحدا وسل الأحزاب وسل خيبر Ask all the major wars of Rasulullah Go and read, investigate And see who brought single-handed victory for Islam فسل بدرا وسل أحدا وسل الأحزاب وسل خيبر من دبر فيها الأمر ومن أرد الأبطال ومن دمر Who was there in those battles? Who was in the battle of Badr? Who single-handedly killed half of the enemies and he imprisoned half of the other? Who was in the battle of Uhud defending Rasulullah until his sword broke and Allah descended Dhulfiqar la fata illa Ali la saif illa Dhulfiqar Who was in Khandaq? Who was in there? every single war defending Rasulullah? If you're ignorant, go and read. Man hadda husoon al-shirki wa man shad al-islam wa man ammar من قدمه طاها وعلى وعلى أهل وعلى أهل الإسلام له أمر. Who gave the banner? Who did Rasulullah give the banner to in every battlefield? Every single battlefield, Ali ibn Abi Talib is holding the banner of Islam. He's holding the flag of Rasulullah. قاسوك أبا حسن بسواك. قاسوك أبا حسن بسواك وهل بالطود وهل بالطود يقاس الذر قاسوك أبا حسن بسواك وهل بالطود يقاس الذر they compared you to others يا أمير المؤمنين but can you compare a mountain to an atom can you compare a mountain to a particle أن ساووك بمن ناووك وهل ساوو نعلي Qambar. The people that they are referring to cannot even be compared to the slippers of your servant Qambar. Man ghayruka yud'a lil harbi wa lil mihrabi wa lil minbar. You're a man of war. You're the man of the mihrab. You're the man of the member. You're the man of the orphans. You're the man of generosity. You're the man of compassion. You're the man of eloquence. So, if it was that those evidence did not exist in the books of Islam, we'd still choose Ali ibn Abi Talib because this is his resume. This is who he was. And a night like this, when Imam Hassan, alayhi afdalu salat salam puts his father into rest. He put him in his grave, and inshallah, in the end of the lecture, we will speak about this. A man showed up. وَكَانَ عَلَيْهِ سِيمَاءُ الْأَنْبِيَاءِ And he looked like prophets. A holy man, a noble man, full of light. And he said this. This is his eulogy to Imam Ali. He said, رَحِمَكَ اللَّهُ يَا أَبَا الْحَسَنِ May Allah have mercy unto you, O the father of Hassan. كُنْتَ أَوَّلَ الْقَوْمِ إِسْلَامًا 
You were the very first Muslim. وَأَخْلَصِهِمْ imana, And you had the purest iman. What does pure iman mean? It means this iman was not wishy-washy every single day. One day we doubt Rasulullah as a true prophet or the other day, no, we believe in him. When he tells us, for example, to go outside the city in the battle of Uhud, we tell him, let's remain inside the city. We in fact go up to him and we tell him, we doubt that you're a prophet. He says, no. You, ya Abul Hasan, وَأَخْلَصِهِمْ imana. Your iman was pure. وَأَشَدُّهُمْ yaqina. And you had yaqeen. لَوْ كُشِفَتْ لِيَ الْحَجَابِ مَزْدَدْتُ yaqina. Imam Ali was at the status of yaqeen. So that if he were to even see heaven and hell, his yaqeen would not increase. وَأَخْوَفِهِمْ فِي اللَّهِ you feared Allah the most out of the companions of Rasulullah. So protective of Rasulullah. You were like a mountain. Tornadoes would not move you. You were just like what the Prophet said, weaken your body strong when it comes to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mutawadhan fi nafsik. Humble. Azeeman عند Allah. Grand in the eyes of Allah. Kabiran fil ard. Glorified, majestic on the face of the earth. Jalilan عند المؤمنين. Honored. By the mu'mineen. By those who come from pure birth. Why? Because Rasulullah gave him this medal of honor. Ya Ali, love you. Those who are born out of pure birth and will despise you and hate you. Those who are of illegitimate birth. So they came to Imam Hassan. They said, Ya Ibn Rasulullah, we have not seen this man. Who is this man? He's not a companion of Imam Ali. He's not one of the Shia of Imam Ali. Imam Al-Hasan says, Innahu akhuhu al-Khidr. Who is Khidr? Who is Khidr? Khidr was the teacher of Musa, Innaka lan tastati'a ma'ya sabra. He stands in eulogy of Amir al-Mu'mineen. This was Ali. We'll examine this topic through the following stages. Number one, the ahadith of Rasulullah that spoke of the fitnah after his demise. The division after his demise. And what Imam Ali ibn Abi Talib will face after him. Number two, we will look at a specific hadith by Umar ibn al-Khattab describing the stance of Imam Ali from Abu Bakr and himself mentioned in Bukhari. There is no room for tafsir, alhamdulillah.
it's in Bukhari, Umar says, Ya Ali, this is how you think of me. And this is how you think of Abu Bakr. This is number two. Number three, the munashada. What is the munashada? The munashada is the discourse of Imam Ali in the day of the shura, when there was a council appointed to appoint the khalifa after Umar ibn al-Khattab. Prior to engaging in further analysis, I ask you for three salawats upon Muhammad wa Ali Muhammad and move as forward as possible. Sallu ala Muhammad wa Ali Muhammad. Shabab, ta'alu na. Brothers, there is no room. Please, as forward as possible. Sallu ala Muhammad wa Ali Muhammad ghafarallahu lakum. Barakallahu fikum. Tonight is the night of Aza, Dua, and Amal. Therefore, we would not be taking too much of your time. But let us lay, take a look at those ahadith and let us make sure that we mention them with the references. Sahih Muslim. Sahih al-Bukhari. I do apologize. Mustadrak al-Hakim al-Nayshaburi. Al-Hakim al-Nayshaburi was a hafiz of hadith, muhaddith, who came after Imam Bukhari and Imam Muslim and he wrote a book. He compiled a book called Al-Mustadrak ala Sahihain. Al-Mustadrak ala Sahihain is a compilation of hadiths that are valid in accordance to the chain of narrators of Bukhari and Muslim. Meaning they, Bukhari and Muslim, believed that some of the ahadith are valid due to a specific chain of narrators. They did not bring those ahadith in their book. So Al-Hakim al-Nayshaburi came and he wrote this book, he compiled this book called Al-Mustadrak ala Sahihain, and he said that those hadiths were missed by Bukhari and Muslim. Al-Hakim al-Nayshaburi, Kitab Ma'rifatu al-Sahaba, Dhikr Islam Amir al-Mu'mineen, Hadith number 4677, The Prophet says to Imam Ali, أَمَا إِنَّكَ سَتَلْقَى بَعْدِيَ جُهْدَ After you, after me, Ya Ali, you will see struggle. This is Rasulullah telling him. After me, you will see struggle. قَالَ فِي سَلَامَةٍ مِنْ دِينِي Will my faith remain the way it is, intact? قَالَ فِي سَلَامَةٍ مِنْ دِينِكِ Yes, your faith will not be in jeopardy. You will remain as a beacon of faith. Then he says, 
this hadith is sahih in accordance to the shaykhain however they did not bring it in their books مستدرك الحاكم again كتاب معرفة الصحابة ذكر إسلام أمير المؤمنين حديث number four hundred four thousand six hundred and seventy six again that the ummah will turn their backs onto me Imam Ali says this is what Rasulullah has told me هذا حديث صحيح على سند الشيخين ولم يخرجاه Al-Haythami, he writes in his book, Majma'u Zawa'id, volume number 9, verse, uh, page number 118. He says, Imam Ali says, one day I had gone out of the city with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. I have to cut down those ahadith, make them short. However, I'm giving you the reference so you can go back to it. He says, We were going out of the city, then Rasulullah suddenly he hugged me. And he burst out crying. Ya Rasulullah, why are you crying in such a way? قَالَ ضَغَائِنٌ فِي صُدُورِ أَقْوَامٍ أَقْوَامٍ There are parties, groups of people that hold grudge. لَا يُبَيِّنُونَهَا لَكَ إِلَّا مِنْ بَعْدِ After I die, they will show you how much they despise you. قال قلت يا رسول الله في سلامة من ديني الله أكبر. This is the peak of iman. He doesn't say يا رسول الله why let's fix this let's make a plan. All he says is في سلامة من ديني. Will my faith be intact? Will I remain faithful? Will I remain at the peak of iman? قال في سلامة من ديني قال في سلامة من دينك. Al-Tabarani Mu'jam al-Kabir says Sayakunu ba'di qawmun yuqatiluna aliyan Rasulullah says After me there will be groups of people who will fight Ali This is Rasulullah speaking while he was alive Haqqan ala Allah jihaduhum Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will fight them. فَمَنْ لَمْ يَسْتَطِعْ جِهَادُهُمْ Whoever is not able, is not capable to stand with Ali against them. بِيَدِهِ فَبِلِسَانِهِ This is our duty. We were not there to defend them with our hands. فَبِلِسَانِهِ But we must defend with our tongues. Don't just use this tongue for nonsense. Employ this tongue for the service of Ali ibn Abi Talib. Some can't because of situations that they live in. Make sure that in your heart you despise what has happened to Amir al-Mu'mineen. Musnad Imam 
Ahmed bin Hanbal. I don't need to explain to you who Ahmed bin Hanbal was. Hadith number 25,943. Very quickly. قال أنا يا رسول الله مي قال نعم says yes قال أنا مام علي شاكت says مي يا رسول الله قال نعم فأنا أشقاهم يا رسول الله am I the the bad one in that so called dispute قال لا says no ولكن إذا كان كذلك if this happened, return her to her home. Musnad Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal. Again, the same hadith is narrated in a different version. So, this is Babul Fitan. If you look at the hadiths of Rasulullah, they are countless that he sat with Imam Ali and he told him that after me there will be disputes, there will be wars, there will be people who hold grudge against you and they will not be shy from this, from showing this to you. And he in fact cried. So the question comes then, how come Imam Ali didn't rise? Imam Hussein rose. Why didn't Imam Ali rise? Brothers, imagine if you have a baby, if you have a child, of course you love this child, you love this child dearly. And this child has two options. Either it goes under the care of a ruthless, brutal nanny, or it gets killed. Which one would you choose? Which one would you choose? Obviously, you would not choose to kill your child. Islam was more dear to Amir al-Mu'mineen than his own child. His child gave his life for Islam. In kana deenu Muhammadin lam yastaqim illa biqatliya ya suyuf. Khudini. I'm a sacrifice for Islam. I give my soul for the religion of Islam. Now, let us come to the discussion which happened between Imam Ali, Abbas, the uncle of Rasulullah, and the second Khalifa Umar. Look at Bukhari and then we'll look at Muslim. Same exact hadith, but look at the honesty of those two scholars. Sahih al-Bukhari, hadith number 6761. He says that Abbas the, the uncle of Rasulullah and Imam Ali went to visit Umar for a specific thing that they had to speak to him about. So Umar says to them, 
that you know, I know your stance from Abu Bakr. أنا ولي رسول الله فقبضه فقبضهما أبو بكر يعمل فيها بعد he says that Abu Bakr usurped فدك why فقبضها أبو بكر يعمل فيها بما عمل به فيها رسول الله وأنتما حينئذ وأقبل على علي على علي عليه علي وعباس تزعمان أن أبا بكر كذا وكذا He doesn't say what You have certain inclinations towards Abu Bakr والله يعلم But he then says أنه فيهما أنه فيها صادقا بارا راشدا تابعا للحق ثم توفى الله أبا بكر فقلت أنا ولي رسول الله وأبي بكر من قبلي فقلتم عني كذا وكذا This is what Bukhari says That's when Abu Bakr usurped Fadak You came complaining and you said he is something something He's eliminated the words And then when I said I am the Khalifa of Rasulullah And I continue to hold on to to Fadak, you say about me that I am kada wa kada, something, something. Sahih Bukhari eliminates this. But we come to Sahih Muslim, hadith number 3302. Qala Rasulullah, this is the portion that relates to us. This is what Abu Bakr says that we, the prophets, do not inherit what we give as sadaqa. كَاذِبًا آثِمًا غَادِرًا خَائِنًا Umar says to Imam Ali and Abbas that this is your opinion about whom? About Abu Bakr. What is it? كَاذِبًا A liar. آثِمًا A sinner. غَادِرًا Treacherous. خَائِنًا He turned his backs onto you. والله then the hadith same hadith continues والله يعلم أنه لصادق بار راشد تابع للحق ثم توفي أبو بكر وأنا ولي رسول الله وولي أبي بكر فرأيتماني كاذبا آثما غادرا خائنا where is this milk and honey which part of this is a friendship based relationship However, you may ask, so did Imam Ali advise them? Yes, he advised them. Why? Again, we go back to the same reason. But Imam Ali had his baby with them. Imam Ali was protective of Islam. And on the day of Shura, on the day of Shura where Umar created a council, and in this council he put six men, Heavyweights, they all gathered. As soon as they gathered, some people believe that Imam Ali, he was silent. He didn't say anything. As soon as they gathered, Ibn al-Maghazili al-Shafi'i. He has a book called Manaqibu Amir al-Mu'mineen. He was a Shafi'i scholar. Of course, many will tell you he's not Shafi'i, he's Rafidi, he's Shia. That is not the truth. Because he has written a book, Manaqib, of Imam al-Shafi'i. Fiqh 
of the Shafi'is. He was a Shafi'i scholar. In fact, let me tell you something. Imam al-Shafi'i himself believed that Imam Ali was superior in status than the first three Khulafa. This is the opinion of Imam al-Shafi'i. Now many of the Shafi'is today around the world, they may not know. So he wrote this book, Manaqab Amir al-Mu'mineen, and he spoke of the hadith of the Munashadah. As soon as Imam Ali came into the house of Shura, he spoke of 70 virtues of himself. 70 virtues, not one, not twice, not three, not four, not ten. After he listed all 70 and it's mentioned in his book, he says, I ask you, can any of you claim that they share those 70 virtues with me? As in they are not common. It is only Ali who has those virtues. Can any one of you claim that you have one of those virtues? Then Sa'd ibn Abi Waqqas, after this, I mean 70 virtues, Imam Ali spoke for an hour, gave a sermon. Those six were there, but other Muslims were there as well. The Muhajireen, the Ansar, they were looking at this scenario. It's not that it was only close to six people, by the way. No, no, many Muslims were there. That's why we have Ruat. So Sa'd ibn Abi Waqqas gave him his hand. He said, Ya Ali, ubayu'uka ala kitab allahi wa sunnati rasulihi wa sirat al-shaykhayn. I give you bay'ah. Yes, you're right. You're the legitimate heir. I'll give you bay'ah on Kitab Allah, the Sunnah of Rasulullah, and the methodology of the Shaykhain, the ones prior to him, who some people claim Imam Ali had a relationship of milk and honey with them. He said, Kitab Allah, na'am. Wa sunnati Rasulullah, na'am. Wa amma siratu shaykhain, fajtihadu ra'i. I will not. I refuse that. The third one, I refuse. It is my own ijtihad. It's my own way. So he said, I turned. Because somebody asked him, Sa'd ibn Abi Waqas, what did you do? Why did you do this? He said, wallahi, I told Ali first. But when he said no, I turned to Uthman. I gave him the same offer. Uthman took my hand in bay'ah. Why is this discussion important before we conclude, brothers and sisters? This discussion is important because I said in the beginning of the topic, it is haqqullah. Today, if somebody, you're walking in the street and somebody takes your child, and he slaps your child, he throws him on the floor, and he takes his wallet, and he takes his phone, and then he runs away. What do you do? It's okay. Nothing happened. We'll be friends. This guy is a good guy. Let me go a step further. Somebody does the same thing to your mother. Does the same thing to your wife. Does the same thing to your father. How would you feel? Would you feel outraged? Would you feel upset? Who is more important to you? Amir al-Mu'mineen or your father? Amir al-Mu'mineen or your mother? Amir al-Mu'mineen or your child. This is haqqullah. Amir al-Mu'mineen is your sharaf. Amir al-Mu'mineen is your honor. Amir al-Mu'mineen is your dignity. Amir al-Mu'mineen is your pride. 
Amir al-Mu'mineen is your king and glory. We cannot remain silent. We must stand and we must dedicate this member solely to the Ahl al-Bayt, to the defense of the Ahl al-Bayt, to enlighten the minds of the followers of Ahl al-Bayt. And a night like this, this mountain of piety, of taqwa, of righteousness, of knowledge, of bravery, forbearance, eloquence, was taken his last breaths in the city of Kufa, surrounded by his family, surrounded by his loved ones, 